BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hey there, everybody. For those who don't know, this show used to be a Patreon-only show. However, now I've decided to release them all out to the public. Over the next couple of weeks, I will be releasing these shows entitled From the Vault. So if you're listening to anything that uh, seems outdated, it's because it was recorded last year. Please enjoy the show. If you're listening on YouTube or Rumble, please hit that like button, subscribe, and leave a comment. Also, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, go ahead and leave that five-star rating, okay? It really does help the show. And I love you, and I thank you for it. All right, we'll see you soon. People are strange. strange. Something strange. Is that strange? That is strange. Strange. That is strange. Well, that is strange. This is strange. Strange. Welcome to another episode of Strange Sauna. On the last show, we discussed the Raelians and their cloning company, CloneAid. If you guys haven't checked it out, I suggest going and doing so because, boy, oh boy, the Raelians are a fun bunch, let me tell you. But they claim that they have cloned the first human ever back in 2002, and they named her Eve. Well, apparently, by March of 2004, CloneAid claimed to have birthed up to 13 additional clones. Now, these births took place all over the world, including Japan, South Korea, Australia. So we have a lot to dive into with this this cloning thing, because there are a lot of celebrities who are suspected of being clones, okay? There are celebrities who actually claim that they are clones. And then we have to dive into the story of the Illuminati whistleblower Donald Marshall. Good old Donnie, Donnie M., He claims that the Illuminati created secret cloning centers within deep underground bases where they would torture, murder, and have sex with people's clones. Oh boy, oh boy, does this get crazy, everybody. Yeah, buckle up. Back in 2004, you had Dr. Panayotis Zavos, I guess, okay. He told a news conference that he implanted a clone human embryo into an unnamed woman. This embryo would produce an exact replica of her husband. Now, that's some creepy stuff, right? That's like Benjamin Button. You know, you're going you're gonna to create a little baby that's like uh, your, your husband. I don't know. Zavos claimed to have transplanted 11 cloned embryos into the wombs of four women. None resulted in pregnancy. Speaking to the Daily Telegraph, Zavos said, quote, There is absolutely no doubt about it, and I may not be the one that does it, but the cloned child is coming. There is absolutely no way that it will not happen. Wow. Foreboding, isn't it? Here is a video clip of Dr. Zavos 
In the eerie blue light of his secret lab, one of the world's most controversial scientists shows off his creation, cloned human embryos that are genetic carbon copies of their father. Crikey. Oh, my babies are doing well. They look beautiful. Filmed for a TV documentary, Dr. Paniotis Zavos implants 11 of the embryos in four women, one of them British, in the hope of producing the first cloned human being. The procedure is a criminal offence in the UK, but not in this undisclosed Middle Eastern country. Oh my I God! I think we have three very good embryos that could be in utero today, and that if implantation is successful as well, and the pregnancy is maintained, as we say in the US, we have a home run. Dr. Zavos also reveals he's produced cloned embryos from three dead people, including Katie, who died in a car crash. He injected her DNA into a cow egg, though he hasn't implanted the animal-human hybrid. Oh my god! That poor little girl died and they took her frickin'... They're gonna make a clone out of her? Now... Think about this. The people who want these clones obviously would be parents, right? If you lose a child, you'd want to clone the child. But it's not going to be the same people, right? It's completely different. The personality will be completely different. So I just, I don't understand it, but it... ay ay, animal-human hybrids. All right. British scientists have condemned his work as reckless. Cloning of animals such as Dolly has shown the technique carries risks of severe congenital abnormalities. I find it A, incredible, and B, disgusting, because he's sowing false hope to begin with. So the individuals who are involved in this experiment, and that's what it is, an experiment, may well not realize that the outcome is almost certainly going to be negative. Um, and to put couples through that, in my opinion, is unethical. Dr. Zavos adapted a standard cloning technique for his human patients. He first took an egg from the mother and stripped out the nucleus containing 99.9% of her DNA. He then took a skin cell from the father and extracted the genetic material. That was injected into the empty egg and given a jolt of electricity to form a cloned embryo. Within a matter of days, the embryo would have grown into a ball of 32 cells, My God. which Dr. Zavos implanted into the mother's womb. So far, none of the attempts has led to a viable pregnancy, but this infertile Canadian doctor, who wants to remain anonymous, says the technique is his only hope of... Now, this is how they retained anonymity back in the day. Look at this guy. He's a Canadian doctor, but you can clearly tell, like, the side detail of his face I don't know I just I, I bet you if you looked at a bunch of Canadian doctors you could figure this dude out right <laughs> oh he doesn't want to be found out and they play his real voice here listen. having a child pretty much decided that uh, probably I would be the first one to be cloned but then you know if it worked then we might go on to have another child despite almost universal condemnation Dr. Zavos has vowed to continue his work he says more than a hundred patients had contacted him in the hope of having a cloned baby. Thomas Moore, Sky News. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. It's real. Right? That was from 2009. So, I mean, who the hell knows? I guarantee that there's cloned, um, cloned people out there.
by now. There has to be, right? Despite the human cloning claims from CloneAid and Dr. Zavos, mainstream science continues to deny that there's any evidence for human cloning. This is because the process is inefficient, and in many animals, only one out of 100 cloned embryos ever leads to a live birth. So that's like 1%. Not a, not a good success rate. Some embryos expire in the, uh, the IVF dish, others wither in the womb, and those that are born... Uh, well, a few suffer from abnormalities and quickly die. Dr. Jose Sibeli, an animal cloning scientist at Michigan State University, says that cloning problems could be due to resistant genes. Now, listen to this. This is crazy. The reason cloning works at all is that an egg has a remarkable ability to turn genes back on through a process called reprogramming. Yet the egg has a couple of hours to do the job. And some of the genes are resistant. Now, if you think about these genes being resistant, it's like a god pushing back or something, right? I don't know. Maybe there's like, hey, I'm not allowed to do that. No, no, no. Dr. Sibeli says, quote, it is these resistant genes still blocked and unavailable to play their role in the developing embryo that are believed to be responsible for the demise of the clones. However, this changed. Due to a recent breakthrough, Sibeli pointed to the work of Yi Zhang, a stem cell biologist who found, quote, modifier chemicals that help release the resistant genes when they are added to an egg. These, quote, modifiers have led to dramatic improvements in cloning, increasing cloning success from 1% up to 10%. Hmm. So only 10 out of 100 will make it, but hey. What happens to the other 90? Uh, yeah, well, that's for somebody else to figure out, right? Zeng then tried to process on human eggs. In 2015, his team recruited four women to have eggs drawn from their ovaries. Into these, they injected skin cells from other people. Ugh. Without the gene-releasing molecules, the cloned embryos never developed correctly. However, with the modifiers... About a quarter of them did. Zhang claimed his objective is to obtain stem cells for, quote, therapeutic cloning as a result of replacement tissue. So this is common. I mean, I think uh, stem cell research or stem cell therapy, that's what they're, they're doing here with this therapeutic cloning. The idea of therapeutic cloning has been around for about 20 years, but was always discouraged due to its inefficiency and high cost. With higher efficiencies, doctors can make the tissue, uh, but only for the people who can afford it. So there's that. Do you guys remember the Chinese doctor who created HIV-resistant twins? He created two girls using the CRISPR technology, and they were HIV-resistant. Now, this was a hot topic back in 2018, I think, right? 2018 to 2019? So researchers in China used the CRISPR-based gene editing technique to create twins who were theoretically immune to HIV, smallpox, and cholera. So they were immune to smallpox and cholera as well. According to lead scientist He Zhengkui of the Southern University of Science and Technology of Shenzhen, his team used the CRISPR technology to edit the genes of human embryos that eventually became twin girls Lulu and Nana. The change to the twins' CCR5 genes caused their cells to carry a mutated form of the CCR5 protein. This mutation should protect them 
from the HIV infection. You may wonder why we use the gene surgery to prevent HIV. Why not another lethal disease? Two reasons. First, safety. Second, real-world medical value. As a scientist and the father of two girls, safety is my number one concern above all else. So now he's the father he's claiming. Man, oh man, right? The scientist ended up going missing. So he was last seen in early January in Shenzhen on the balcony of his apartment at this university. Armed guards were in the hall, leading to speculation that he was under house arrest. Uh, a few weeks later, Chinese official news agencies said an investigation had determined that he acted alone out of a desire for fame and would be punished for any violations of law. Do you think he was actually punished? Or do you think they were like, dang, bro, that's some good work. We could use you in our underground base kind of technology stuff. You know what I mean? So why don't you and these two little girls come with us? We can kind of do some studying. We'll keep an eye on them. Everybody will be like, mm -hmm. doing the winky winky. You know, everybody's fine. I don't know. But it's just, it's very odd that he came out claiming that he created these two girls who were resistant to HIV and smallpox, by the way. And, and if you're big pharma and you're not wanting these things to get out, you know, I mean, you want people to be uh, susceptible to these diseases, right? Because then you can sell them cures. So maybe he was targeted saying like, hey, we can't have people be resistant to HIV and resistant to smallpox because what if we want to sell them a drug to treat them for those things, you know? I don't know. But nonetheless, uh, people have been cloning animals this whole time. I mean, cloning animals is a fairly uh, common theme. Barbara Streisand, she cloned her dog for $50,000. That was back in the day. But, yeah, there's there's businesses that will clone your animal, like if it dies. But, again, it's not the same thing. Okay, so let's dive into some celebrities who claim to be cloned, right? Tila Tequila. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yes. So, in a video from November 7th, 2012, Tila Tequila talks about... Missing children, the reptilian families, black nobility, ancient times, and cloning centers. Now, this, I believe, was from a radio program. The quality of this audio sucks. I will just let you know there's a lot of popping. But this is the only audio that I could find, okay? Let's just fuck with my program, darling, Queen Elizabeth, and the ring, and the cloning centers. That's right, darling, the cloning centers. We have many big plans to expose all of you disgusting, sadistic That is all. I shall save that for another time. But, however, I shall repeat that was just an introduction to the reptilian family leading all the way back. You know, that is just one part of it. The reptilian family. I told you the audio is really bad. Very glitchy, but you got the words right on the screen so you can read them. All the way back from ancient times, so which they think they feel like they are the divine chosen ones. From whom, may I ask? Definitely, definitely not God, 
reptilians. They feed on bloodlust, children, the ring, recently busted. Oh, it's been going on for centuries. Many have said that Tila has admitted that it's true and that Tila was cloned and replaced after this. And in 2013, her clone was forced to act crazy to make her look bad. I have another video of Tila Tequila. She's sounding kind of insane. We'll put it that way. All right. Take a listen to this. So I thought, well, this will give me like a couple minutes to talk to you guys about the New World Order. We made it to heaven and... <laughs> So, yeah, um, hey guys, it's me, I'm not shape-shifting shape today, um, people who are getting confused about this being a clone of me, actually it's not, this is the real me, and it's always been the real me, the one that you remember from Hollywood, is actually, that was the clone of me, so, um, while she was out there being my clone and fooling everybody, I was trapped over here. <laughs> and you guys were over there at Earth 1, but I've always stayed here in Earth 2. Um, Earth 1 and Earth 2? What? Just waiting for you guys to come over here. And now that I finally traveled over there to kill her, because I killed her, because um, obviously... She killed her! She's no longer around. Rest in peace, Tila Tila. Um, yeah. So anyways, I'm glad I got that out the way. That was definitely my clone. Uh, I am the real one. <laughs> um, and uh, Oh yeah, people are always asking about like, what should they do about the Bible and Jesus and so, all that stuff. And I don't want you guys to follow me because that would be really annoying and I would have to turn into a demon again to kill you guys. And I don't, I really don't want to kill anybody. She'd have to turn into a demon to kill you. So you guys definitely go follow Jesus. I don't want y'all to follow me. Go follow Jesus, because okay? <laughs> I, I don't want people following me. But I am the creator behind Jesus. So follow him, go, go bother him, like go pray to him and like throw your words at him because I don't want to deal with y'all's crap. But I am the creator. Um, of heaven and hell. I created hell. Well, what? with the help of some people. Anyways, whatever. That's very complicated. I don't know if y'all can understand because it's very complex, mm -hmm. my thoughts. Because, you know, having God's brain inside my head, it's like, it's a lot, dude. The point yeah. is, I run the universe. I always have. And, you know, the Bible says that in the end, everything will be revealed. Oh, Yeshua or whatever. Actually, I'm going to tell you guys about that. The Yeshua or whatever. It's four letters, okay? God's name is in four letters. Um, it's T-I-L-A or T-H-I-E-N. That's T-H-I-E-N. Wait, is that four? T-H-A-N-H. <laughs> T-I-L-A. See, Tila backwards is a light. It spells out a flame. The light of this world. But anyways, I don't care about that, y'all. A light, a flame, the illuminator, Lucifer. Y'all can do whatever and say whatever. But yeah, go follow Jesus. I'm just like the background where I create everything mm. and everything I want, I get because I manifest everything. So anyways, um, 
and the reason why I have sun kisses is because, like, even in the Bible, it says, let God shine upon your face. Like, this is literally from the sun, and, you know, like, the, the light, and this is the God's stamp on me. And, um, you know, all this, like, Archangel Michael, because this is when I was in hell, I had to use my weapons to, like, defend myself against all the creepy demon people and the clones of me and all that crap. And I won, so obviously I'm the one who won, so God wins in the end, you know, God of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, I've had conversations with crazy homeless people that sounded just like she did. Now, I will give her the benefit of the doubt. You know, she's been in Hollywood. She's probably been in some messed up situations. Let's just be honest, right? I mean, um, I don't want to say she's been molested, MK altered, but you never know. It seems like if you're in that industry, you have a higher chance or a higher likelihood of stuff like that happening to you. Kid Boo. Kid Boo claims that he was a second-generation clone that escaped from Clone Aid. Now, when we talked about this on the show, I completely spaced out that he said he was from Clone Aid. He broke out of Clone Aid. He broke out of there. Stole some documents. And he uh, specifically broke out of the Clone Aid branch in Canada. In an interview, he stated that he was model number 0112568 and posted videos of his Clone Aid badge and his sweatshirt with the model number on it. During the interview, Kid Boo acknowledges the lifting of the frontal bone procedure, which the Raelians admitted, right? So the, coming from the last show about the Raelians, that's what they do after you die. They cut out the section of your third eye spot in your forehead where you permit a mortician to cut that piece of bone out after you die and you per, either preserve it or you go and you use it to create a clone. Um, he also exposed his clone on a live Instagram. And some believe that Boo was just using this technology to kind of add in an additional video of himself. However, doing this on a live video seems to indicate that maybe he's doing something a little other. I don't know. Right? Doing that, like having that technology on an Instagram live seems like it would be a little harder to do, but. So I was looking through some of my old belongings and I found my old clone aid ID. My access. You Here's don't the badge. have this, you can't go on. Now, see, this could be printed out, you know, using a Brother P-Touch or something to make that little label there. I mean, anybody could do that, you know. It wouldn't take you long to make a badge like that. You can't use the internet. I even found my old sweater. Here's a sweatshirt. Still fits the same. It's crazy. His model number. Okay. Yeah, I see that, but again, it's called Teespring. Now, now, here is the live, okay? So this is get this is crazy, everybody, so just check this out. But he keeps separated from the clone the whole time, right? There's no interaction. There's no, like, hugging. There's no fist bumps. Talking about the clone being fake. I thought I was lying about being cloned. Yo, come over here. Should you want me to do this? Yeah, fuck that shit. Go ahead. What y'all gotta say now? You see him? We got the same tattoos, same hair, 
same genetic structure. Look at my clone. Go ahead. What do you got to say now? I mean, I'll wait all day. <laughs> we gonna go live, bro. I mean, we gonna go viral. <laughs> we gonna go real viral on this one. Fuck everybody who doubted us. So, mm -hmm. uh, where'd you grow up? Now, here's the interview. We played a little bit of this interview on Pardon My American, but uh, yeah, just a recap. South Florida. Okay. I guess you originally were born in Jersey? Yeah, yeah. Originally, my first gen. I'm a second gen now. That's why you see the celebrity births say I'm born in Toronto, but that's false. My first gen was born in Jersey. However, I was cloned by Clonate in Canada. My model number is 0112568, if anyone wants to see the registration and cloning. Okay. So then you end up in South Florida? Yeah. Okay. And what nationality are you? Sicilian and Puerto Rican. Okay. Sicilian and Puerto Rican. Okay. Yeah. I can those see are, that now. Those That's are my up. two genomes. Okay. So who's the Puerto Rican one? Who's the Sicilian one? Um, when I was cloned, they wiped a lot of memory. When I stole the documents before escaping, I read that the mother was Puerto Rican and the, uh, I guess the father's surrogate, you could say, was a, uh, the sperm donor was the Sicilian. Okay. So you were a test tube baby. Yeah. That's what's up. That's, That's what's, what's up. up. And I guess you have a, a fraternal twin. Yeah. Uh, brother or sister? Brother. Okay. So you guys... You know, fraternal twins, you know, is different from identical twins. So do you guys look kind of similar or not really? Um, I don't think anyone looks as similar as me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Are you guys real close? So he said no one looks as similar as him, but he just had his clone. You know, he's like trying to reveal that he's been cloned and he has a clone. I don't know. Close? Yeah. Yeah, we're close. You know. I believe in a new norm now. I believe in a new norm of like like through the creation and synthesis and DNA that we can live like immortality, like immortal through clones and transfer our consciousness. I'm in living proof now. So that's the Raelian movement. That's the Raelian idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm actually looking. Shout out. Clone up. Shout out. Clone like, could... What's that? Shout out. Clone aid. But see what he did right there. What is this? Why is he throwing up the devil horns? Shout out. Clone aid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you could actually, as soon as you die, they could actually freeze your body. Well, what, like what happened with, with my first gen is they took the skull because um, he initially had written in a will uh, to the railing movement that if something were to happen to him, they can ship the skull over immediately to clonate. So they can remove a fragment of bone that's located here. And in this fragment of bone, it stores all of your memories and consciousness. And with that, they can make a sufficient replica of yourself, a reproductive version of you, including your memories. And you can be selective as to which ones you keep or don't keep. And this process has been around for quite some time. Like Dolly the Sheep was cloned back in, I think, the late 70s, early 80s, if I'm not mistaken. Dolly the Sheep, yeah, I remember that. And they've cloned a lot of animals yeah. over the years. Yeah, cloning. Dolly the Sheep was, I think, in the early 90s, late 2000s, maybe. Or uh, early 2000s. It, um, on don't want to say too much information. This is going to be broadcast okay. on the internet. But but they, I don't think they could transfer the actual memories though. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, You're it's, living proof of this. Yeah, I'm living proof. Except okay. all the memories. A lot of them I don't have because of drugs and alcohol I abused as a teenager. So it's kind of like burning an MP3 CD, right? So let's say, uh, we don't do this, people don't do this anymore, but back in the day with a bootleg CD, you would need the original copy. Mm -hmm. Um, You put it in, it reads the disc, transfers all the files. You have the same exact CD, it's the same thing. All the tracks, Mm -hmm. everything, every bar, every hit from every note, everything's gonna be on there. Now, if I scratch that CD, I may not be able to read all the files on the disc making it impossible to, to transfer and make a new one, new copy. I think, uh, I think it's amazing that they even were able to make Gucci, Gucci man. Right. Cause they cloned him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if clone aid did. I'm pretty sure like that was done from a separate company, but yeah, clearly right. everyone was saying he was cloned as soon as he got out of jail, he looked different. He talked different. Yeah. Even his teeth and the smile. <laughs> right. He smiled a lot more. Yeah, he did. Definitely. I like so Gucci. Gucci. I like new Gucci. I like second gen Gucci. Second gen Gucci. Okay, so Gucci was the first hip hop clone, but you're the second. Um, maybe, maybe if there's others, I don't know. I don't know. I but I don't even think just hip hop. I consider myself like more of a rock star, pop star. So Michael then technically was the first. If you <laughs> people think he was a clone, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they definitely perfected the process. Oh boy, he's getting crazy. Him. Somebody perfected something. So Kid Boo is all about it. All about it? I mean, come on now. We could do that. Uh, just speaking of Michael Jackson real quick, right? Because he brought up Michael Jackson, how he thought he was a clone. Now, I did find something on Michael Jackson. He planned to clone himself and have his body frozen for eternity in a cryogenic chamber before his death. Michael Jackson attended a three-day conference on human cloning and cryogenics in 2002, hosted by none other than the Raelians. Jackson's chauffeur, Al Bowman, revealed that Jackson was excited to have thousands of little Michaels running around. He wanted them to take his cells and clone him. He was really into this stuff. You could hear the excitement in his voice. He didn't care how much it cost. He wanted to be reanimated to live forever. So Michael Jackson was into this stuff. B.O.B. So on January 24th, 2016, B.O.B. posted a live video about celebrity cloning. This was after he made several tweets regarding cloning centers, which have been deleted. These tweets stated, When a celebrity in great health suddenly suffers a stroke or heart attack or an aneurysm equals cloning center. Every time you see a celebrity, quote, randomly lose their mind, equals cloning center. Clones don't have dreams, they can't gain weight, and they can't grow hair. Dot, dot, dot. Who are you sleeping next to? Wowie. Wowie indeed. Take a listen to this. So this is a, a video of somebody's cell phone. They're recording the live on the cell phone, okay? So this is somebody's recording of the phone here. A lot of people that find out about this cloning stuff um, find it very frightening. Why? And yes, it is. It is scary. And a lot of that fear comes from the fact that we've been programmed to believe that we're the only sentient beings on the planet. I mean, on the plane. Some plane. people ask me, you know, if, if the Earth is flat, man, like, is the are the other planets flat? Are the stars flat too? 
you can't hold on to old obsolete beliefs that you've been taught. Like everything that you've been taught is a lie. It's programming. Shouts out to all the people who bought telescopes and who got, you know, the cameras with the super zoom so you can actually see it for yourself. You can see this for yourself. I also get asked a lot in my hey, put clone. The, put the mouse. Um, put the mouse down. From my understanding, Donald has seen a clone of me in the cloning center. I am memory suppressed. However, I do have memories of what fit the description of the cloning center and the arena. Some people say, are you controlled opposition? Why are you just not talking about cloning? Why are you just not speaking up on these things? You're right to think that, but take this into consideration. If you're familiar with my song, Missing, Dr. Aiden, The Watchers, uh, my new black mixtape, you know that this is not my first time speaking out. I'm just now learning about cloning. Like, I just found out about it a couple months ago. And I was scared as fuck. When I first found out about cloning, I mean, I was fucking terrified. Like, supernatural shit was happening around my house. I was jumping out of my sleep, seeing shit. I got all types of knives and guns hanging out of my mattress and my pillows and shit. Like, I had to beef up my security. I was really terrified, scared for my life. I literally had to face the fear of death. I thought that when I spoke out about cloning, they were going to kill me. Like, I swear to God, on my the first time that I contacted Donald, there was a tremendous amount of interference. I mean, the footage got distorted. There were helicopters and planes and shit flying over my house. Airplanes. That song was written and produced before I ever got a hold of it. It was actually intended for Lupe. Y'all gotta understand how this shit works in this industry. Like, this shit is all set up. Like, talk to Lupe about airplanes. He'll say, shouts out to Lupe. And also, too, y'all need to uh, pay attention to these other celebrities when they're leaving hints. They're leaving clues all over the place. Everybody can't talk. Everybody can't talk because, you know, they got kids or, you know, they made some type of agreement. But pay attention. Everybody who's in this shit or, or who's in this industry or who has a clone is not evil or malicious. Some people just got born into this shit, like me. So, I'm still here alive. I don't know why. I don't know why I can talk. Um, maybe it's because I have some type of amnesty. Or maybe it's because somebody extremely, extremely close to me is a mason. And I'm protected in that sense. Mm. I don't know. But if they wanted to do something with me, I wouldn't have even gotten this far to telling y'all about cloning. So to the people telling me, Bob, I fear for your life, y'all, don't worry. I'm in good hands. Just continue spreading the word. Live. That's the date. Live. That's the date. Yes, indeed. So he was talking about Donald. Who is Donald Marshall? Per his website, DonaldMarshallRevolution.com. Donald Marshall is a former Illuminati insider turned internet whistleblower. He first came onto the scene in late 2011 where his internet posts detailed his first-hand accounts with the Illuminati. He describes their involvement in secret cloning centers where criminal acts such as murder, kidnapping, torture, rape, child abuse, and child exploitation took place. 
As a victim himself of the Illuminati, Marshall details his own experiences of torture, kidnapping, and abuse at the hands of this large global conspiracy. Marshall exposes many major Illuminati political players such as the Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth, her husband Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, Prince Charles, and the Russian President Vladimir Putin. He also names many other world leaders, politicians, and famous celebrities secretly involved. He names Obama in a lot of these videos. So I have a couple of clips here. There's several interviews. There's two main interviews that I would like to, uh, to pull from here. This first clip is about how Mark II REM clones work and the consciousness transfer. So he's talking about the actual clones here, okay? The way that they do these, these cloning things, it's a different kind of cloning. There's uh, the one where it comes up from a baby. It's, uh, it's replication cloning, but this is duplication cloning. They grow a, a fully formed duplicate of you, and they grow them like five at a time because sometimes they come out grown twisted. They have malformed hand or something. So they scrap them, throw them in a chipper, and go with the other four for backup bodies. But the way that they do it, uh, they can only put you into one of these kind of clones. It's called a Mark II REM-driven clone. They can only put you into one of these clones when you're fully into REM sleep, which happens like after about an hour and a half after you fall asleep, you go into REM sleep. Um, they just have a machine next to your clone that's on a rack, and it's laying there like a dead body, breathing real shallow and stuff. And uh, it's got a uh, feeding tube down the throat, and uh, when a light comes on a machine next to your, your clone, somebody presses a button on a remote, that, uh, it says, this. well, this light says that you're in REM sleep, full in REM sleep, and they can activate you then. If they activate you before that, you'll be all disoriented and go psycho and stuff. But, uh, yeah, so when you're in REM sleep, they can just bring you there. I tried to do the uh, alarm clock thing, but when you wake up, uh, and you go back to sleep again, you just go right back into REM real fast. That's how it works. It's rapid eye movement stage of sleep. That's how they do it. They call it a consciousness transfer. They transfer your consciousness into a clone, and they basically just give up their ability to have dreams and nightmares, and they just go there and walk around, talk, doing stupid stuff. Like, uh, they they started doing it around 1944 or 45. And uh, sure. it was all politicians, and yeah. but then they got, they got bored of that. Like they were thinking they would keep the whole world in line and everything. And uh, under the threat of clone torture, because they can kill you remotely from the cloning center, they'll give you an aneurysm if they apply a, a constant state of pain to your clone. You'll die in real life either that night or the next day. You'll have a brain bleed, aneurysm, stroke thing. So that's his claim for this first clip. Now, this second clip, he's talking about the different types of clone bodies. There's Mark I, Mark II, Mark III, and Mark IV. And he's claiming that Hillary Clinton is also in one of those clones, which, not surprising. I mean, we've seen some shorter figures that don't match Hillary's body all the way. Am I right? Anyway, Mark I clone, is they call it, I don't know why, they call it an organic robotoid. Even though there's no robot with robotic parts in it, it's all organic. They call it a robotic or, uh, or organic robotoid, but they don't use them anymore because they're so primitive. Okay. They uh, they got more side effects. You're more confused when you're a Mark One, and uh, they're REM driven as well. Um, they're primitive though. They come up to, like messed up looking sometimes, so they don't use them anymore. They just use the Mark Twos. Uh, Mark Three is 
a run-around all the time clone, like no REM needed. Um, well, there's two different ways. They can have it run around as a set consciousness, or they can do a duality thing where, like, it's weird. It's, uh, you have to, in real life, you'd have to do absolutely nothing, like, and totally concentrate on walking and talking around as this clone. You get, like, a a weird, like, a double vision type of thing. You gotta close your eyes and concentrate. You, they don't go so good, like, uh, and Mark IV is supposed to be, like, top of the line. I don't even know that much about them. Um, Hillary Clinton got caught on camera in her Mark IV um, mm. in two different places in the country right. on purpose. On purpose. She actually got in trouble at the cloning station because they were like, you were seen on camera on purpose in your double. And she was like, no, it was an accident. But she just wanted to discover. They all wanted to discover so that they can get away. But it sounds like some people were born into this thing. Some people were willingly uh, transferred into it via the Illuminati type of thing. Um, all right. So this next one is talking about the consciousness transfer or the conscious transfer and the REM kind of uh, how it works. Okay. So what you're saying is if somebody's in bed and they're in REM, rapid eye movement, sleep, they don't have to go to the cloning station. There's something at the cloning station that clicks on and says he or she is asleep, and that consciousness is transferred to the to the clone. Is that it, uh, Donald? That's exactly it. And I'm not sure if a a head chip implant is required with the consciousness um, on it. Yeah. Uh, well, no, the consciousness is borrowed um, because when the person wakes up in their real body. Yeah. The clone drops limp. It drops limp to the floor. So they always they always try to stay sitting in the stands um, because different people have dropped limp like limp noodle just right to the floor and they limp break noodle. their elbows. They crack their head off the concrete floor. So it, it, uh, it's just like Avatar the film, then, isn't it? In a, in it a is way exactly. It is exactly like Avatar. And I, even before Avatar came out, like I was telling people about this stuff, and they put that Avatar film based on Mark II REM. He says that the movie Avatar is essentially is based off of the REM Mark clones. You know, get into the pod, fall asleep, and then you wake up in your blue suit. Now, uh, people were asking him in this interview, you know, why wouldn't they just kill you? You know, if they didn't want this information getting out, um, why are you still talking about this? You know? It seems like if um, seems like the people that are doing this don't want people to know about it. So why are you allowed to go talk about it? You're saying that because you're actually telling people this, this is why they haven't done anything to you because if they did it to you, it'd be too obvious now, yeah? That was what I thought at first. But uh, I found out within the last year that they don't want to kill me. They, uh, they Well, first they wanted me to play, the, play fake Jesus for them, right? Yeah. And uh, I could never do something like that to see if the world play with people's religion and things. Um, like, I don't tell people why I'm Jesus or anything. Like, I think that's kind of silly. Um, but then they're talking to me about in prophecies. They said that the Nostradamus picture book has a picture of me in it. And uh, it says that the next Messiah's name's initials will be DM. And uh, it's a reference in it to King Don and the Nostradamus prophecy. So they're all like... Um, there's a bunch of super religious zealots there that uh, say, oh, wow, we thought 
we were going to use him for to be fake Jesus, but it turns out he's real Jesus. And if we kill him, it says in the prophecies that God will destroy the earth and this and that. So they're using that as an excuse to keep me alive because they want it exposed so that the populace will force them to shut it down. Because sure. there's some some countries don't want to shut it down. They want to keep it going, but a lot of countries don't want to participate anymore. A lot of countries don't want to participate. They want out. Like, just like how, I guess, Hillary Clinton wants out. Ooh. Right? So this is this is the, the Cry Freedom show that we were just listening to. But there's the original interview, and I don't know exactly who was interviewing him, but they were asking him questions based off of his original answers in that uh, the first interview. And Donald Marshall claims that when he was there at a young age in this cloning center, he would cry all the time, and then they asked him, you know, can you do anything good? Like, quit whining, little boy. And he's like, yeah, I can sing. And, like, he started creating songs, and these songs became major hits. I mean, I got a list of them here. He's saying that, uh, yeah, according to Donald, he either wrote these songs or uh, used some sort of mind-emotion recording device to create them. So, a perfect circle counting bodies like sheep to the rhythm of the war drums, Beyonce's Single Ladies and Sweet Dreams, Boondocks, Abaddon Monster, uh, the, the Casting Crowns, Set Me Free, Duck Sauce, Barbara Streisand, Eurythmics, Sweet Dreams, uh, wow. I mean, there's a lot. Megadeth, Foreclosure of a Dream, and now there's something else with Megadeth that we'll get into. Metallica, Unforgiven, Nine Inch Nails, Happiness in Slavery, Nirvana, Drain You, Pitbull, Shut It Down, Queensryche, Silent Lucidity. So he's written these hits. Ooh, some of them might not be hits, but... Um, I did listen to the full interview... Uh, the first interview. Um, and I found some clips. These are all on Rumble, so I want to play these. So that I have four of these little clips, and then at the end, I wanted to play some inconsistencies or at least some things where I was like, ooh, Donald, you don't have an answer for that? What's going on here, Donald? Come on now. So this first one has to do, all four of these have to do with the Vril. Now, the Vril, he refers to as the reptilian people, okay? And the reptilian people are no bueno. No bueno. This first clip, there's three types of lizard people, and he's going to talk to you about them. What the shapeshift is, and it's really creepy. And this is the thing that they said that could wipe the world, people panicking with the riots and stuff. Because the cloning thing, people cloning people's kids and messing, up, messing them up in the brain is bad enough. Uh, remotely killing people who they don't like, which might happen to me, you never know. Um, thing is, uh, the lizards... Okay, lizards been around a long time, like since before ancient Egypt and everything. And the uh, the symbol, you know, that eye, the eye of Horus with the squiggly hanging out of it, yeah. that has to do with lizards. It has, it's a lizard symbol. It means two things. It's a pro lizard symbol, and it also means beware. There's lizards here. Okay, so now he says in this clip, the eye of Horus, right? The the eye, the circle eye thing that people do has two meanings. It means you're blocking one eye, so don't get in my eye, you lizard. And then two, there's there's lizards here, right? He just said that. Keep that in the back of your mind. Okay. There's three different kinds of lizards. I'll tell you all about them. They're called vril. 
the thing is, I'm not sure if it's one L or two at the end. It's Vril, V-R-I-L-L or V-R-I-L. Uh, Germans were into them. They had a club with Vril things. Anyway, there's a there's like a one to one and a half foot tall one. That's the Vril Type One. Um, it's got scales, red scales. Uh, there's a Type Two. That, that is not parasitic, but it's still vicious, nasty carnivorous. They're all carnivorous. And there's a type 3 that's 8 feet tall that uh, has a real long neck and looks like a gray, gray alien. But it comes from deep, deep, deep underground. Like, like I mean, like, be, below deep base deep. Like, uh, they need a, a methane-oxygen mix to breathe. And deep underground, they got sulfur pools, I guess, that make... Below deep base deep. Now, we're talking deep. This stuff. Anyway, they come up underneath the dumb bases. The the government is complicit with them, basically. Now, now I have to tell you about the parasitic aspect of the lizards and why the Illuminati and the governments use them. Okay, I'm saying this in a nutshell because it's very important. I want to get it all out on your show. Uh, nobody's going to say this for fear of clone torture, remote controlled death, or death by lizards a thousand times until you die by a heart attack or something. Um. But I figured I have to tell people because, well, they're getting me there anyway. Like, uh, they eased up lately asking me not to talk about it anymore, but uh, I'm just going to. Uh, well, the lizards have a thing, okay? They have what's called a proboscis. There's lizards out there today that have a proboscis on their face, okay? These things got it in the middle of their head, okay? And on the top of their head. This is the real type one and two. One and two. The the type two have a proboscis sheath that comes out. It sticks out. Um, the type ones, for instance, it's like a micro, or, uh, a chocolate chip. It looks like basically the tip of it. Now, at one point in these things' lives, because they have a long lifespan, the lizard species. One point in their life, uh, they can slowly wiggle this thing out, eject it. What do these reptilians do with their proboscis? I've got to know. Well, here we go. The thing squiggles in through the eye. It uh, does a spiral around the optic nerve all the way to a certain point, and it's driven there by taste. And they. So he's talking about the whatever the hell the thing is on the lizard's forehead, right? This uh, reptilian. It kind of squirts all this thing up and then it, it like uh goes through somebody's eyeball and it wraps around their optic nerve and it becomes the human being oh boy check it out they said once it gets there it has the taste of uh, butterscotch and then it does a feeling like uh, holding your breath and going pushing outwards and at the tip of this chocolate chip it then starts what they call sweating the quill now the spinal cord stuff comes out of the spinal cord out of the chocolate chip thingy, and it's everything that the lizard is. The lizard's whole body is dead. The little lizard thing is dead, uh, and it can't go back in. can't get back in. It's one way. Uh, once it excretes this stuff, sweats this quill thing, um, the person's debilitated for an unknown amount of time. I don't know how long. But when they come back, they have to have some recovery time. But when they come back, they are not the person anymore. They are then the lizard. Let me put this to you flatly. The, the old person's consciousness is gone. The body is absolutely, totally dominated. And the lizard is smarter as a human then and totally controls everything. Over time, it'll develop a rash. 
it'll it'll lose its hair. Um, thing is, these things are all over the place, and they mimic human behavior. In, in fact, one of their names in the past is Mimic. A lot of the people that you hear about in the news that are getting people and chopping them up in the basement and eating them and stuff, frying them up, these are what they call drones. They're parasited hosts of the lizards. They like to make them. Um, the only thing a drone wants to do is make more, have sex, and torture someone. Like, uh, it's, it's a different kind of mentality. It's hard to explain. Um, when they, when they, at the cloning station, when they victimize someone, uh, it gives them a, a powerful feeling, and it's the nerdy way, you know, that, that nerdy aspect of it, uh, oh, I've got something over someone. Uh, but they do that to the extreme. Uh, the thing is, what people have to do, it's going to have to be a military thing. Like, military will have to perform a coup because mm. I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble. Military is the only way? I don't know if they're talking about Vril and reptilian drones, but hey. Trouble for saying this, but Obama is down with the Vril, okay? Um, Vladimir Putin, he's down with them. They're all scared. Like, uh, the, the Illuminati thing is a big united thing, but it's united through fear, basically, right? Because if one person comes out and says, oh, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell, that person dies real quick. And um, then the other people look and go, ooh, I don't want to be the next one, right? But what they're saying about me uh, with the religious people there. Follow for part three. Oh, gosh, I can't wait. Oh, man. All right, don't worry, guys. I got part three for you right here, okay? So in this next part, he's going to be talking about celebrities selling their souls, which means that they've sold the right to be a clone slave. And he talks about the pyramids being a vril, vril trap. Vril trap. Okay, here we go. A bunch of really rich, fat, old people that can't get laid, so they enslave people there to perv on them. Right, drug them, make them compliant through fear or drugs, and uh, use them because they'd have a hard time even paying a prostitute. Really, like you ever see Kissinger? Yeah, he's there. Um, met him as clones. I met a bunch of them as clones. They all wanted to meet the guy that made all these songs, and I don't even want to talk about the songs thing because some people have said, "Oh, you just want to be known for making all these songs and stuff." And really, I just want to shut these people down because everyone else. There's a bunch of celebrities there. And they're scared, like Whitney Houston. They killed Whitney Houston with an aneurysm just recently. Like, uh, and then all the celebrities there said, okay, we're not going to have any more of us get killed this way. Uh, so apparently what they can do with these clones is they zap them over and over again through torture and whatnot. And if you're asleep and you're in your drone body and they're torturing the drone, your your body that's asleep will feel the impacts and you'll get either an aneurysm or you'll you'll bleed out or whatever, right? He said that's what happened to Whitney Houston. There's claims that that's what happened to Tila Tequila. Uh, yeah, so we'll see here. What happened with her, she wanted to leave show business entirely, didn't want to sing anymore, no concerts, didn't want to be on TV, and didn't want to attend the calling station to be used as a sex slave. But... In the beginning of her career, she basically sold her soul. That's what they all talk about, selling your soul to the Illuminati. You're selling your clone to be used by old freaks um, at the cloning center or for an ass, uh, I mean, aspect. 
slave. Um, yeah, they do that. Do you know how they cover up their one eye? Oh, yeah. That, mean, that means... Okay, now he's going to say it means two things. You remember what the first two things meant? The first two things meant, don't don't poke my eye out, you lizard. And then also that there's lizards here. Like it's, you know, the presence of lizards. Now he explains it means something else. Two things. That means watch out. You don't get the lizard to stick the thing in the eye. Okay, there's one. Well, the thing with the pyramid in the eye thing is the whole symbol is a joke. It's uh, once you know what the pyramid is for, then you you know when you're pretty much Illuminati. But I'm going to break that whole thing right now. I'm going to. So he doesn't really, I guess, say what the second one is, but he's implying that it refers to this whole pyramid Illuminati thing, right? Because the eye of Horus is the uh, eye on top of the pyramid. Ruin it. Um, you got to look on my page and look at the schematics for the pyramid. I explain what it's for. Um, it was basically a vril trap. It's a giant cockroach trap for vrils, okay? These little vents that went in, they were at an angle. They were lined with uh, smooth limestone and uh anything that went in didn't come out because these crab nasties claws well that's why i call them crab nasties the grills i've been calling them that my whole life so these people you heard about the celebrities selling their souls to the place and kings and queens from weird countries are all there sitting in the stands watching this weird faces of death scenario thing made people sword fight they made me sword fight there i got all chopped up as a clone and the thing is, they can have multiple clones of you, right? Mm. Now, they got chips in these clones, too. So they turn you into the next clone, like, within a matter of, uh, like, 30 seconds. Like, deactivate one clone and go over to this one and click it on. And I've experienced it. It's, uh, everything goes black. Don't You don't have dreams anymore. Okay. You don't have dreams anymore, he says. All right, so now he's talking about the pyramids being real traps. Uh, he said that every time you sell your soul, you're basically selling your rights to be a clone slave. Now, in this fourth and final clip, he talks about being on the cover of a Megadeth album, and I just don't see it. I just I don't see it, you guys. Do you? I mean, you tell me. Um, he talks about Queen Elizabeth, the cloning centers, Britney Spears, and the music video that she has, Break the Ice, which actually shows her breaking cloning facilities, like destroying cloning facilities. Check it out. I'm on a Megadeth album cover, all cut up. No, it's you're like not. like a, a picture I'm of a clone of me, um, all messed up with a skeleton coming out of my chest, and Megadeth up at the top. Well, anyway, it's a close-up of my face, and... Uh, People look at that and they say, okay, now I got to look into this. And I was asking, well, I'll just tell you, Queen Elizabeth got really interested in this magic kid that could uh, make these songs out of thin air. So she had me serenading her because she thinks she's really special. She's pretty insane, by the way, by five different ways. Um, she rules this cloning station, basically. Her and Vladimir Putin, um, all of them are there. Muammar Gaddafi was there. He's not actually dead, by the way. That was a clone of them, him that died. And all the people around him jostling the camera, the video, the the phone video, um, they were all in on it. He's not dead. That was a clone that they killed. Um, that's why they buried his body in a remote location nobody will ever find because it's a clone. And, uh, 
the cells are different and stuff, I guess. Like these, they're grown in five months. So now think about that. When he was talking about Omar Gaddafi being a clone, and you had Osama bin Laden, maybe he was a clone? You know? A big glass tank full of, uh, like, salty water. And um, just takes five months. It's no cost at all. It's basically uh, maintenance. They just got to get tissue from me. Now, Britney Spears put in her video. She said a fantasy of hers was to blow up a cloning station so they couldn't make any more hers, right? So uh, for this video called Break the Ice, she made a Japanimation video of her breaking into a cloning station and breaking the clone tubes. And they look just like that, right? And uh, two on two, like one on top of each other. They have warehouses underground with them growing people, right? And, oh, man, it's very heavy. There's another aspect to this. It's the lizard part. Now, I'll tell you the straight skinny on the lizards, okay? Oh. Um, now I got to tell you about Tila now. Tila first, because, well, she was on my wall, and, and <laughs> I was like, you're going to help me with this, and uh, then she goes on radio, the cloning center's terrible, what you do with the people there, and people don't want to go there, and and then after that, everything changed. Because that night when she went to sleep, <laughs> won't say Freddy got her, but pretty much the world leaders put the scare of death into her. And a whole bunch of lizards did, too. Because uh, they know that I want all the lizards dead. And all of the, now I'll just say it's flat out, <clears throat> all of the lizard parasited hosts as well. Now I have to put this eloquently because they said that this is the end of the world event this is the this is the big the big bomb that uh, could send the world into panic and um loss of order and what the end of the world and everything is all about okie dokie so yeah the end of the world is coming because the reptilians are going to take off and they're gonna be disclosed you're gonna find out about it the world will find out about these reptilians that take over your bodies and people will just uh, revolt, right? So there's a couple of inconsistencies that I want to point out right uh, towards the end of his uh, original interview. And he's talking about avoiding a lie detector test. The host asked him, okay, well, have you taken a lie detector test? And listen to what good old Donnie boy says. Family will not speak to me now. Uh, I said, I'm going to expose this you guys are going to help me and i said we're not going to help you we'll get killed right along with you and i said well i want to do it alone and I, they said don't ask us for help and i said i'm sending people to you with uh, lie detector tests lie on it and go to jail and uh then they're looking around as clones saying we don't want to lie on a lie detector test right and i said well i'm welcoming all lie detector tests and we're we're gonna lie it up or, or we're gonna line it up the these lie detector tests and it's going to get Everything's going to get proven. So have you now, taken is, have you taken a lie detector test yet? Uh, not, not yet. No, uh, I haven't had one available. But uh, the thing is, it's uh, so widespread. This uh, uh -oh. the corruption stuff. It's even bigger than what you truthers think that it is. It's uh, they have um, police and uh, doctors and everything there loyal so that they can. Uh, have clone sex with like a Britney Spears or an Angelica Jolie or something. Angelica Jolie. But see how he just avoids the question completely? Have you taken a lie detector test? Uh, no. 
Uh, I just haven't had one available. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, that's that's deserving of a follow-up. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean you haven't had one available? Have you asked for one? I mean, have you been in a position where you could actually just say, hey, look, give me a lie detector test, you know? I'm sure there's some people out there that would hook him up and be like, dude, let's do this, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then again, it sounds like he wanted to fail the lie detector test, so I just don't know exactly where he was going with that. But nonetheless, um, another inconsistency is throughout this interview and many other interviews, he always refers to himself getting killed. Yeah, I'm expecting to uh, be killed, really. It's pretty big. Like, they were going to kill me, they said. I'm probably going to die for this somewhere along the lines. Um, It's not good. (laughs) like i'm probably gonna get killed for saying this or they're gonna kill me and you know i expect to be killed and you know blah 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 but then he also claims that they don't want to kill him they're all scared of dying but they're not going to kill me because i'll tell you why later and it's crazy it's first he was saying that they didn't want to kill him because he writes songs and his songs are so invaluable that they want to keep him alive so that way he can potentially write more songs and then he switches that to that they believe that he's a messiah and then that like fits into the clip that we just played as far as like these religious zealots kind of believe that if they touch him or hurt him then it will end the world much sooner so he kind of gets asked that puts on the spot and listen to his response here a person though but and it's pretty sick so i had to tell the world and uh yeah i'm expecting to uh be killed really yeah. Um, well, hold on. Can I, can I just um, get clarification on something? Because you said um, that they can't kill you or they won't kill you or something like that before, yeah, okay. but now you're saying they probably will. I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Yeah, okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'll get to that part. That's the part. But even with the crazy-sounding stuff that I've told you already, this is another crazy aspect of it. Okay. Uh, the thing is, with all the songs that I made at this place, and they were bringing me back every single night and saying, sing a song, or we're going to torture you. Next night, sing a song, we're going to torture you. Sometimes I couldn't think of anything, and they would just, like, stab me and watch me bleed there, and now they're all watching like it's a a bizarre faces of death thing. And uh, different people want to know what it's like to stab someone, so they send them out to stab me while I'm on drugs so I won't hit them or something. It's like that. It's very sick. And, uh, well, I have to tell you, Queen Elizabeth is there, uh, Stephen Harper, Canadian Prime Minister, uh, Obama is there, Vladimir Putin is there, the Pope is even there, all kinds of heads of different factions of different things, uh, the head of the Mexican drug cartel is there, uh, mafia in Italy is there, man, everybody is there, it's like the rich guy's crazy club that'll never get caught, and uh, you have to be real privileged to go there, well, I don't want to go there, and uh, I'm not privileged there, I'm pretty low on the totem pole there actually probably the lowest okay so this is already two minutes in after the question of well you're kind of contradicting yourself here donnie you're saying that they're going to kill you but then you're saying that they didn't want to kill you and he doesn't provide a response this whole time he just jibber jabber jibber jabber right now um we do have towards the end so this goes on for nine more minutes the guy lets him talk, the interviewer lets him talk for nine more minutes. And then finally he goes, well, wait a second. So 
what does this have to do with anything? Like, what does this have to do with the question that I just asked you, right? Badness on them, so they try to act even more evil than the other people that are there. But, uh, yeah, so it's how does bad. this how does this relate to you being afraid that they're going to kill you, but also saying that they can't? Well, the thing with the can't, they're saying they said that, uh, well, a bunch of religious things around the world, including the Vatican, says they're, well, not all of the bishops are there, the, the popes, like cronies, the pope's cronies there, um, that not all of them are there, but they're, they said that uh, they think that I'm the next comeback um, Messiah guy. <laughs> and I, as I said, I don't endorse these claims. And a bunch of uh, super... Comeback Messiah guy. Uh, superstitious, uh, super superstitious people. Super superstitious. Said that if I get killed, that it's going to be an, the end of the world. Uh, and they translated that into saying that if I get killed, people are going to know that all the stuff I'm saying is real and they're going to freak out and the world end faster. Um, but just trying to put it forward in a calm, concise way, like they do this lizard thing a lot, like in a lot of different countries. It's not just an isolated thing, and these things walk around all over the place. There is a way to detect them. It's, uh... Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just... The guy is all over the place. I mean, he's he's a mess. When it comes to an interview, it's like, bro, just keep it scoped in, keep it focused, but he goes all over the place. Um, if you want my uh, two cents, I think that this man is a pathological liar. I'm just going to come out and say that. I think that um, I know people just like this man, that they're very good storytellers. They can sit there for hours on end and just rattle off stuff, man. I mean, you're like, holy crap, the level of detail. How did you come up with this stuff? I mean, that's what rappers do. Eminem does it. I've seen him do live spit rap. You know what I mean? Yo mama jokes and all that stuff. I mean, people do this stuff for a living. This guy is really good at it. Um, but... Very inconsistent uh, when it comes to just how does it all fit together here, buddy? Uh, you know, I find it very entertaining. I would definitely interview the guy. Uh, but I, I don't know if he's he's uh, willing to, like, sit down and have, like, a serious conversation about it. But, I mean, who knows? Um, yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this. I know we there's a lot more celebrity stuff with celebrity clonings that we can get into. Those were just a couple that I wanted to kind of, you know, dip the toe into the water, kind of get a feel for the celebrity clones. But the real meat and potatoes was this Donald Marshall kind of deep dive. Um, boy, oh boy. Very interesting. The Vril, the reptilians, that kind of introduces that whole idea of, okay, how long have these reptilians been around? Were the Germans introducing and, and commingling with these reptilians and providing them babies providing them people for information technology i don't know so tell me what you guys think leave a comment you know i love hearing from you guys and yes hopefully you enjoyed this and if you do have any ideas please leave your ideas in the post we will talk to you all later sayonara